Hello and welcome to the OCD and Us podcast. In this episode, we're talking about anxiety and how anxiety can cause and trigger OCD in a person. Personally, I don't experience this, but somebody who does is Sophie, who does these podcasts with me. Hello, Soph. Hi, Will. How are you? All good. Um, first of all, how's your week been with your mental health? Um, it's been okay. Um, I've had... Well, at the beginning of the week, it was I had a bit of a down moment and got very much in my head, as it were, and my anxiety was taking over. But then um, I, um, I uh, we live um, quite far away from each other, but um, I went over at the weekend to meet you in person. You did that's correct. <laughs> that's it was very exciting and uh, yeah, so that um, helped. that was a, that was an exclusive, everybody, wasn't it? Exclusive. <laughs> Yeah, we met in person for the first time and yeah, it was really lovely and it um definitely it was a trip that I definitely needed and it really helped my anxiety and OCD become a lot better. So um yeah, it was a good end of the week as it were. So and now we've just announced it on our podcast. Yeah, there that we was go. An exclusive. We don't give many exclusives. <laughs> no, we don't though. No. My mental health hasn't been bad either to be fair. Um, but like you say, you can't compare one week to the next or, you know, to the previous one. Um, but yeah, not too bad, been okay. And so to be fair, not a bad week for both of us. No, and every day is different. Well, every week's different, but even every day is different. Like one day you can be uh, like totally fine and have the best day ever. And then the next day you just feel really low and really rubbish and just want to stay at home and curl up in bed, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. It's not easy. Mm, Yeah. Now, we're talking about anxiety and how uh, anxiety can trigger OCD. And I said at the start, I don't really um, experience this. So it's going to be interesting for me to talk about this with you and learn a bit myself. Yeah. Um, So basically, um, mine is, yeah, very much anxiety based. And it basically controls what I do like especially with the compulsions it controls the OCD and the compulsions and gets me to do these compulsions and if I don't there's this little I call it um tantrum kid in my brain so um basically it starts screaming in my head saying oh you need to do this compulsion like uh, and uh, me trying to resist it like the more I try and resist it the more it like screams in my head um and um yeah so it's um it basically, um, the more stressed I get, the more, um, like the anxiety screams at me and like, <laughs> and if you try and suppress it, like, does it just go 10 times worse? Yes. Yeah. It's like a soda bottle as well. Like if you shake up the soda bottle, it, um, at one point it'll explode. And then sometimes I get these, like, um, I was going to say like outbursts of OCD where I do it a lot at the same, like a lot in one hit. You've mentioned uh, the soda bottle before, and I like that because yeah. it's a good explanation. It's really mm. good. And the tantrum kid as well. I sort of get that because it's this. It's basically like having somebody else in your head, isn't it, as well? Yeah. So, someone else trying to control your mind. Get out. Leave me alone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, the, it got to a point um, in 2016 at my lowest point where it was almost like it took over that much like I was possessed like I I just had to do these like compulsions and um 
yeah, it was, yeah, it was not a great time. But, um, yeah, and um, it's a lot better than it was. Um, but, yeah, especially the more stressed I get, the more um, the anxiety, like, comes out and the compulsions come out. And then, basically, for example, when I'm, like, supposed to be out somewhere, um, like, I know I hate being late anyway. And, um, like, I know when it's, like, I'm on the wrong side of the clock and I should um, go and hurry up, basically. Um, it, like, it starts getting worse and then my OCD gets worse and then it kind of slows me down, as it were. So it's kind of frustrating in that sense. And then because it slows you down, you're getting more worked up and more stressed. Yeah, yeah, and then you get, just get vicious, more frustrated. It really, it really is a vicious circle, isn't it? Yeah, vicious cycle, yeah. Cycle, circle, potato, potato. Um, <laughs> do you think that, you know, when you have like, you know, when your anxiety is quite calm, I wouldn't say it's, you, would, you wouldn't agree with me if I said it's always fine because it's not always fine. It's always there, isn't it? Yeah, always there. So even if it's calmed down a bit and it's in the background, does your OCD still, does your OCD then take over? Say your anxiety is calmed and it's not so bad. Does your OCD then then take over, or is it always anxiety that controls the OCD? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like sometimes I have the odd occasional OCD thing, but it's definitely my anxiety controls it. That is the main um, the main thing because that's what um, yeah that's what's telling me telling me to do this compulsion. Right. So. Um, if I, um, yeah, so say I had to, like, wash my hands, like, five times or something, it's, like, basically, like, Sophie, you got to do this five times, and then, like, then I try and compromise with it, it's, like, um, what about if I do it twice, and anxiety's, like, nope, you got to do it five times. Yeah, you can't win. I just realised yes. when I was talking then, I went a bit, like, went a bit like a Londoner, all right, then. What? I didn't say then, I said, then, all right, then. Yeah, all right then, yeah. Again! <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It sort of goes in, it comes in waves, doesn't it, you know? Um, yeah. And I, I don't, as I say, I don't have the anxiety side of things, really. Um, and uh, the over, I do have the overthinking, but the, the stressing side of things. Because if you add, like like you say, the, the OCD, uh, the anxiety, the OCD, um, and and everything else the stress it just makes you 10 times worse doesn't it yeah done it yeah <laughs> done it so um, what would you what would you say to people that sort of struggle with that is there anything they can do to try and calm a little bit calm how they feel or is it something you just got to ride it through well i would say that's there's a little bit of both there like if you can try and distract yourself like by doing something that you really love like I personally I like to listen to music that helps distract my brain um is that or, an instant fix it's not an instant fix but it does help calm the symptoms as it were um and like singing helps me doing the lives and stuff um but also sometimes riding it out and letting all your feelings out rather than bottling it up um, really helps too. I think it probably sometimes it does help better than 
do, than doing the distraction techniques. But um, having having those having that place or having that little happy place, I call it. I have like this little happy place in my head. If you can try and go to that and um, do switch some off a little bit, yeah, switch off, like distract yourself. Like it doesn't have to be listening to music. It can be like doing art. It can be, yeah, whatever, whatever you like, whatever you love to do, like just do it for like, give yourself some self care and just give yourself like maybe what 20 minutes, half an hour to just do something you really like. And hopefully that will help calm it down. I know in some situations there'll be, play- you. it might be in a public place that you feel, um, like really anxious and stuff and there's be times where you can't like just go and do that but just um like just try and like breathe breathe it out like just slow slow breathing and um and on every exhale try and get rid of it yeah and just think about think about like positive things that you like are looking forward to um and just or think of something good that happened during the day or if you had a bad day maybe think of something that happened before that um, really made you happy and stuff like that so yeah absolutely no it's interesting to, to 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 talk to you about it because i think like you say you can have anxiety on its own you can have ocd on its own but you can also have them together yeah and it's a nightmare when they're together. It's like a married couple. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and um, I I notice like with my anxiety, like if there's um, something happening in like a couple of weeks, and I know about it, it's in. I'm instantly instantly going to overthink about it. <laughs> um, if it's something that I don't know is going to happen. Um, then that's kind of fine because I'm not thinking about it. But if I something in advance that I know is happening, I'll start thinking about it. And then the closer it gets, the more I'm like overthinking and my absolutely, yeah, I get that. Yeah, and, and it just builds up, builds up. It's actually nice to have, um, like, uh, you know, you're going to talk. You've talked about your anxiety, your OCD, and how they sort of operate together. And I will discuss more on my next one as well about um, about. Um, about my own personal struggles with OCD. Although I don't have the anxiety, I think it's good to have a, a sort of an independent um, chat with you about my struggles and I, and I can talk to you about your struggles independently. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. And then it, it, um, it gives our side of the story as well. And I think it's really, really good that we know, or you know actually, that, that the anxiety and the OCD can can work together um because you've got um, you've got more of an understanding then haven't you so of how of how you how you can manage it because you can say okay it's not just ocd it's anxiety as well so you can perhaps get some coping mechanisms for anxiety and some coping mechanisms for ocd and see if it can can not conclude it and wrap it up because it will never do that but make it a little bit easier again yeah absolutely yeah interesting very interesting it is yeah I have definitely like I've said before I have definitely learned a lot about myself and like 
how my brain works and how it, how my anxiety and OCD works from having it for six years. Yeah, absolutely. I get that. You learn a lot about it, don't you? Mm. And it, yeah, it definitely makes you more em- empathetic to other people like that That's go struggling. through it because... Struggling. Absolutely. Too right. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to sort of conclude really now because that's that's what I wanted to discuss with you um, because it's a very personal thing that is, you know, knowing that you've got anxiety and OCD, but the anxiety triggers the OCD. Before we, before we wrap up um, and tell everyone about next week's episode when somebody's going to be joining us, our friend Paula. Yes, very lovely. Exciting. Yeah. Anxiety, OCD, you have that. I don't have that. Um, and it's interesting to hear that it can flare up, it can calm down, it can flare up. If somebody else has this and they have the anxiety that goes with the OCD or the OCD that goes with the anxiety, what would you say to them if they're feeling like they just can't get out of it? Like the cycle's too much now, the anxiety's taking over, the OCD's going mad. What would you say? What can they do? You said music. Anything else? Um, just it's difficult like when you're in the moment as it were but it's each um, the moment isn't it yeah um just um just know that everything will be okay yeah i know that's really hard at the time to say and um because a lot of the time i get so like anxious and i have a panic attack and about this tiny little thing a lot of the time but then yeah. Like not long after, I'm just like, what Absolutely. happened? Not <laughs> what? Why? Like, why did I even stress about it in the first place? Yeah, but it, at the time, it's very real, isn't it? You know. Yeah, yeah, and then it's just like, um, and then it almost, yeah, it does all that, and it acts like it didn't happen, and it's just that's what's frustrating about it. It's yeah. just like you waste all that time get anxious about something, and then it just. Frustrating. It, it just acts like it never happened and you're just like well how annoying how annoying yeah um but but it does show that it does pass and it will pass and, and you'll you've got be to tell okay. yourself that absolutely that's the main one yeah and that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and things do get better because at one point yeah when i was at my lowest in 2016 i thought nothing was going to get better and i just wanted to give up and um yeah and it but it, things do get better so to anybody um, listening to the podcast you heard it from sophie if you suffer with anxiety ocd and feel a bit trapped don't give up and for, i know this and sophie's going to tell you the same you're going to be perfectly fine you're going to end up okay yeah absolutely things will get better and um yeah yeah, things will definitely get better. Brilliant. Well, thank you, so for sharing that with us. And That's right. It's sort of, it's. I mean, I don't have to relate to everything. I can't relate to everything. But to, to hear you talk about it, you know, it makes it sound, well, it is it is difficult, but it makes it sound more, 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 more awkward than easy for you. It's not, yeah. it does, it's not <laughs> a breeze, awkward, is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's not easy, and it can be uh, managed, but it's it's awkward for you, and it, it can get you down, and it does get you down, you know. Um, but there we go. Episode four will be out next week. 
Yes, it will be. Exciting. Uh, Paula Ooh. Parsons will be joining us to chat about another topic. But until then, keep safe, everyone. Goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Take care. And we'll see you with episode four uh, on OCD and Us. Bye for now.